Hi and welcome to another episode of Nothing to Hide. My name is Kevin and on today's episode I thought I'd share a couple of stories that I recently read that I found to be really profound and definitely resonated with me. So the one story uh, was actually, I heard it before uh, during one of my meetings uh, within my men's group but I also heard it, uh, or rather I read it recently in this book that I'm reading right now. Uh, one of three books that I'm reading actually. It's called The Happiness Equation by Neil, uh, I know I'm butchering his last name, uh, Pazrisha. So let me just uh, pull up the story here. And the idea of the story is the the non-stop hustle the over-the-top ambition of i'll never be satisfied until i have a b and c or um i'm never going to be complete until i have fill in the blank so on and so forth so uh, some of you may be familiar with the story, but here's the story. It's called uh, The Classic Tale of the Mexican Fisherman. So a boat is docked in a tiny fisherman's village. A tourist wearing expensive sunglasses and a fancy watch walks by and compliments a fisherman on the quality of his fish and asks how long it took him to catch them. Not very long, answers the fisherman. But then why didn't you stay out longer and catch more? asked the tourist. The fisherman explains, his small catch is enough to meet his needs and those of his family. The tourist asks, but what do you do with the rest of your time? I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, and take a siesta with my wife. In the evenings, I go into the village to see my friends, have a few drinks, play the guitar, and sing a few songs. I have a full life. The tourist jumps in. I have an MBA and I can help you. You should start by fishing longer every day. You can then sell the extra fish you catch. With the extra money, you can buy a bigger boat. And after that, asked the fisherman, with the extra money the larger boat will bring, you can buy a second one and a third one and so on until you have an entire fleet of trawlers. Instead of selling your fish to a middleman, you can then negotiate directly with the processing plants, maybe even open your own plant. You can then leave this little village and move to New York City. From there, you can direct your huge new enterprise. How long would that take? asked the fisherman. 20 or 25 years at most, replies the tourist. And after that? After that, well, my friend, that's when it gets really interesting, answers the tourist, laughing. When your business gets really big, you can sell your company stock to the public and make millions. Millions, really? And after that, asked the fisherman. After that, you'll be able to retire, live in a tiny village near the coast, sleep late, play with your children, catch a few fish, take a siesta with your wife, and spend your evenings drinking and playing guitar with your friends. So, if you haven't caught on yet, the fisherman was already living the goal that this tourist already suggested which is the end goal is to relax 
uh, have enough to support yourself and your family and uh, be happy. So uh, in the end, the Taurus essentially is able to identify that the fisherman is already doing what a lot of people's dreams are to begin with. So I found that uh, a really good story. It's, I think it's so important for us to uh, put in perspective what really is important. Sure, money is important. Um, although Yuval Noah Harari will be the first to tell you it's the longest uh, standing myth known to man. Um, but beyond that, yeah, money is important. We need money in order to purchase the food that we need to survive and so on and so forth. But health is important. And sure, you need money to purchase quality food so that you could sustain and preserve your health. But you don't necessarily need money to, to run, to do push-ups, to, to make decisions. Um, and so it's, I think these trying times is really good for a lot of people. And I'm sure a lot of people have already experienced this start to really examine their thoughts um, kind of be forced to be almost like locked in a room with yourself right uh, and obviously that's a little bit of a stretch we're not locked in a room certainly we the responsible ones are taking the necessary precautions by staying home but I think it's such a good opportunity for people to really start looking at themselves. Um, there's another story that really uh, stuck out to me. It's a story that Jack Kornfield shares quite frequently during his talks. Uh, Jack Kornfield also has his own podcast, the Heart Wisdom Podcast. I think it's produced by the Team Here Now Network. Um, he has a, a Buddhist background and um, he shares this story uh, about um, a little boy in Hawaii. Uh, I believe it's actually a true story. Let me just see if I can pull it up here on my Here we go. So the story goes, this is a, a Puanani, a Hawaiian teacher. She writes, one of the processes I use to help people talk to each other and build community is an exercise where people tell three stories. The first is a story of all your names. The second is a story of your community. And the third story I ask is to tell the story of your gift. One time I did this with a group at our local high school we went around the circle and got to this young man, Kaylin. He told the story of his names, wealth, and the stories of his community, but then it came time to delve into the story of his gift. He asked, what miss, what kind of gift do you think I get, eh? 
I stay in the special ed class and I get a hard time reading and I cannot do the math. And why you make me ashamed for asking me that kind of question? What kind of gift you have? If I had gift, you think I'd be in this class? Kaylee just shut down and shut up. And I felt ashamed. All the times I've ever done that, I've never meant to shame anyone. Two weeks later, I'm in the local grocery store and I see him down one of those aisles and I see his back and I'm going down there with my cart and I think, nope, I'm not going there. And I turned around as fast as I can. And then he turns around and he sees me. He throws his arms open and he says, auntie, I've been thinking about you, you know, two weeks I've been thinking about what my gift, what my gift. And I say, okay, brother, what your gift? And he says, you know, I've been thinking and I cannot do that math stuff and I cannot read so good. But auntie, when I go in the ocean, I can call the fish and the fish you come every time. And every time I can put food on my family's table, every time. And sometimes when I stay in the ocean and the sharky come and he look at me and I look at him and I tell him, uncle, I'm not going to take plenty fish. I just going to take one, two fish just for my family. All the rest I leave for you. And so the shark, he say, okay, you cool brother. And I say, Okay, uncle, you cool. And the shark, he go his way, and I go mine. And I look at this boy, Kaylin, and I know what a genius he is. But in our society, the way the schools are run, he's rubbish, he's destroyed, not appreciated. So when I talk to his teacher and the principal of the school, I ask them, what would his life be like if this curriculum was gift-based? If we were able to see the gift in each of our children, and taught them around their gifts, what would happen if our community was gift-based? If we really understood what the gift of each member of our community was, and we really began to support them in that. Uh, it just dawned on me that uh, both stories involved like a, a fisherman, and, uh, and I guess it just happened to be a coincidence. But anyways, that's... Uh, Another story that I'm, I'm quite fond of, I really enjoy it when uh, I listen to Jack Cornfield's podcast and he, he shares his story. Um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting how many of us are changing, evolving, um, transforming into this quote unquote new reality. Certainly, I don't think things are going to be the same once this pandemic passes. I feel like a lot of businesses are realizing the amount of money they can save with outsourcing or having their employees work from home versus working in uh, a standalone brick and mortar building. And it doesn't scare me uh, in that, of course, I'm currently unemployed, but more so in the fact that it's simply another evolution in the way in which we interact with each other. One of my concerns after this pandemic passes is also the lack of interpersonal relationships. Um, I'm currently single 
and I am not one. I'm not very fond of the dating apps. Um, you can call me old fashioned, but I really feel like there is um, a degree of courting that that I need to do in order. I, I really like the I really like the the idea of a story. Um, for example, with my ex girlfriend, um, I was actually in a last minute situation to um, buy some something nice to wear for the date that I was supposed to go on that evening because all the clothes, uh, all my good clothes needed to be washed. And it, it's a little bit of a long story, but anyways, I'm in a banana republic and um, I, I met my ex-girlfriend there and uh, she was actually helping me figure out what to buy for my date that evening and sure enough of course we ended up dating but um it was just there, there's like so many stories leading up to that moment uh the moment where i asked if she had a boyfriend or if she was seeing anyone and asking her for her number and so on and so forth it um i don't know i still i still like that idea now my my next girlfriend might be someone that introduces me uh, or is it, I'm introduced to by a friend, whatever. But I'm sure that the way we interact with each other, uh, obviously with like social distancing, I think physically is, is going to change. Um, and for better or worse, I don't know. I hope that this situation really brings to light the perspective of how much we need each other more than what is mine and what is yours. Just, I feel like for some of us, we've, lived our lives in such a way where we could simply reside within these small bubbles and for me personally i feel like since this pandemic it really kind of brought to my attention how important everyone is um Everyone from um, from the president of um, a food company all the way to the the farmer that's um, watering his fields, right? It's just I I like I like this idea that you know not all heroes wear capes. And certainly, there's a lot of commercials uh, these days that are opting to thank frontline workers from obviously the medical workers, uh, doctors, nurses, uh, hospital workers, health workers, to food couriers, to um, fast food. Uh, customer service 
um, employees. You know, um, when I was growing up, it was a commonplace whenever I didn't want to do my homework to be asked if I wanted to end up working at McDonald's. Well, who knew people that work at McDonald's are, are helping people because the people that are not able to have access to healthy food or grocery stores or food banks, you know, can get, you know, a McDonald's hamburger here and there because they're still open. So, yeah, I just like the idea of not all, not all heroes wear capes. Um, I guess I'm going to wrap up the, the podcast there. I just wanted to share some of the thoughts I've had over the last, uh, over the last week. I also just want to thank all of you that are listening. Uh, many of you are my friends um, and, and family. So I know we're, we're going to get through this. I hope that your spirits are high and you're taking care of yourself and keeping in touch with your friends and family to ensure that, that they're okay. It, I'm definitely an optimist. And I'm so, I'm so happy to see how people are coming together all while social distancing with each other, but helping each other. I just, it's, it's such, it's such a good thing in these very dire times when I read a report where 50% of all deaths are taking place in um, elderly care, senior care, long-term health care facilities. And so, uh, like many of you, I'm sure you're concerned with your, your parents, your grandparents. And I think it's important for us to maintain some positivity in this darkness. And in the end, that's really what's going to carry us through. So if you want to contact me, feel free to reach me at nthpod at gmail.com. That's nthpod at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful. My name is Kevin, and I will catch you next week. Thank you.